0: Welcome to episode 40 of the Knit British podcast. Knit British loves to support wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK. And on this journey, through all the connections of Britishness in wool and knitting, I am your host, Louise Scully. Today we have a very special episode. Not only is it the 40th episode of the Knit British podcast, But I have for you two special guests who've come round for a tea party. Claire Devine and Jess James are about to launch the culmination of The Tea Collection, an e-book of fantastic hat patterns that you are going to want on your needles and on your head. Five hat patterns have already been released in The Tea Collection, along with two cowls. And in early October, there will be another six hat patterns added to the collection to make 11 hats, which is a nod to 11 London Road, the home of Ginger Twist Studios. Join Jess, Claire and I for a tea party where we talk all things tea collection. We talk about the upcoming Cal and what you can expect from Jess and Claire at Yarndale. We also talk about the Neighbourhood Sheep Society which is their yarn and pattern club which sign-ups will be opening for very soon. And we also invite you round to join us for your hot drink and cake preferences as we read out some of your messages from tea plus cake plus knitting equals happy thread. So do grab a drink, grab a whip grab a cake but keep it at a safe distance from your knitting if it's too sticky (laughs) and let's get going on this special tea party episode of the knit british podcast Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by Brit Yarn. As well as bringing you the best that British Wool has to offer, Brit Yarn stocks an amazing range of patterns by UK-based designers, including today's guest, Claire Devine. To share and celebrate in a love of British Wool and to discover some of the patterns that we discussed today, including hibiscus, chai, the lapsang duo and the earl grey duo, Click on the logo in the show notes or visit brityarn.co.uk. There are those biscuits, do things there as well if you want. Don't
1: don't put biscuits in your tea. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't don't put your biscuits in your tea. It's bad. Why? Oh, because it goes wet and soggy and crumbs fall off and they get in your tea and...
0: But this is a this is really you know a tea party, and yeah. you know people have definitely have preferences. so true. I'm yeah. not a I'm not a dunker. Um, but really. people, you know, some people have real sort of routines when it comes yes. to tea. I'm sure we'll find that out when we come to read out some of the messages. Yes. Anyway, let's get on with this because Jess got to open the shop in <gasps> So I am sitting in my kitchen with Jess James from Ginger Twist Studios, and by the magic of Skype. Claire Divine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
0: hello! And we have tea, we have yes. cakes, we have rooibos and hopefully the listeners have tea and cakes as well. If they're like me, they can break the rules and have coffee and chocolate. It's well, all good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> opportunity partying. And,
0: yes, yes, any hot drink or cold drink, <laughs> anything wet, you want you to get the whiskey. <laughs> We're here to talk excitedly about the tea collection, which is a collaboration between lovely designer Claire and lovely dyer Jess. And this, you released this earlier this year, didn't you? Uh, yes, it was the
1: end of last year and then the beginning of this year that we did some chunky hats.
0: But there's much more to come, isn't there? Because you, we had chai and Earl Grey, and uh, lappsang, hibiscus, uh, mm-hmm. um licorice. licorice, yeah, and yes. we had a couple of cowls as well. So what else is is coming?
1: So we are um, we decided to make it a lovely round eleven, obviously because
0: eleven, 11 London 11, Road, London
1: Road, and yeah, good number. These are the kinds of decisions that Jess and I make, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so there are another six hats. Coming, um, and they range from double knit, aran. I've got a worsted hat and a chunky hat. So there's lots of variety and all sorts in terms of stitch patterns. And
0: <laughs> how did you get inspired to make a collection based on tea? <laughs> this was a happy
2: mistake that Claire stumbled upon. <laughs> <laughs> this was a happy mistake. I actually came
1: back from Yarndale last year with a skein of chunky yarn and I was tired of knitting socks. So I thought I'd make myself a hat and I made myself a hat and then I thought I'd name it after tea. Again, I don't know.
2: <laughs> and then it
1: just grew. It did. And then I thought, you know what? Tea is pretty awesome. The caveat is, even though my family are originally from Yorkshire, I don't actually drink normal tea, which I realise to some people might be criminal. But... <laughs> I do really like tea of all descriptions, except for normal tea with and Connect. So I thought hats are amazing, Yarn is amazing, tea is amazing, tea it hats, all together. Are awesome. Mm-hmm. So we have a tea
0: hat collection. Were you inspired by the tea in design in the hats or was it just a happy um, relationship that you were drinking tea while designing hats? <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: it's a little bit of a little bit of, of everything really. It's not hugely literal. literal. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were things like Earl Grey, for example, was grey and I had the cables distinction to me that Earl Grey had. Um, Hibiscus was that bright pink yarn and I thought the pattern was quite flowery. Some of the new ones are a little less literal because <laughs> it's kind of hard to, you know, design a tea that looks like roibos. Um, <laughs> But yes, and, and celebrating tea, just sort of learning about teas and talking to people about teas and, and then experimenting with different kinds of stitches and yarns. And it's it's all about really a journey of discovery because I know sometimes we sort of stick with what we know. That would be a cup of boyboss for me. But... <laughs> It's about experimenting with different things, learning about different teas. Well, yeah.
0: taking that journey of discovery thing to the next stage, how did you go about choosing the yarn and the colours? Did Jess, did you dye specifically for the hats or did you have specific hats I think... in mind? I have seen you two choosing colours yes, as well, yes. <laughs> which that's is kind, kind of a frenzied thing. Yes, that's kind of what happens. So do you want to explain that for the listeners <laughs> how,
2: how that happens. Okay, so we have a hat or an idea for like, okay, this is gonna be a Roibos hat. Okay, if Roibos was a yarn, you know, or or even if it's, I think actually the boss was like, oh, this is just a really pretty color. Just makes it sound so calm. <laughs> <laughs> but the shop is just a mess after Claire leaves. Like there's yarn all over the place. It's like, we pulled this out and I'm like, wait, were we actually using this for something? I, I don't know. We need to take notes. We need a secretary,
0: really. <laughs> You need to a little dictaphone. Oh, yes! That's what you need. Yes, that would
2: definitely be more economical. But it's sort
0: of like from from what I witnessed the last time Claire was here, then it was just this, oh. like, this, and then this, and then this, and then this would be great for that. And I didn't yes. see anybody writing anything down. <laughs> and then afterwards, it was sort of like this <laughs> orgasmic kind of, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, it. You had you had hats and you had all these sort of piles of, yes. of yarn and um, color combinations, and it was, I've Absolutely. never seen anybody work like that. <laughs> but it was lovely, and I think. Do you guys sort of disagree much about things like colors and yarn choices, or is it pretty? No, um I don't think we've really had any. Think we're just kind
2: of like, yeah,
0: dude, that's fine. All right. <laughs>
1: I don't know, we, we seem to work quite well together in yeah. uh, a symbiotic way, i.e. I told you, no, I don't. No, <laughs> <you that way. laughs> um, so it seems to generally work quite well. Sometimes Jess has to say to me, you know, we can't actually have any more grey hats. Or, or she'll be like, um, you do know that you used grey for that hat and that hat and that hat. And um, yet yeah, you need to do something other than grey. <laughs> But no, it works quite well. Um, this is why I really love working with Jess, actually, because it, we just have an idea and it sort of grows. One of us will have an idea and well, we mm-hmm. both have an idea and then it will grow organically from there
2: Yeah. Um,
1: in different ways, sometimes slightly random <laughs> ways.
2: I find that sometimes I have to be the more, I don't know, business-minded one to be mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's a really great idea, but maybe not possible just right now. Like maybe <laughs> let's keep that in our pocket for later. And I'm rolling in the but big box.
0: That's a fantastic way to work though, to have somebody who's like yeah. who thinks outside the box yeah, and somebody yeah. who can who knows when to rein that in a little mm-hmm, bit too, because mm-hmm. that's always good to have that balance. Yeah. I think we complement each other very well. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: We can talk a little bit more about your other projects in a in a little bit, but I still want to hear more about the tea collection. I'm I'm just quite determined that I'm gonna have knit every single one of these hats. Whoa. Are you going to do cowls as well? She needs to do matching cowls to everything. I think so. I think so. I think
1: so. I think so. Um, I was a little unsure about really matching things. I don't know if anyone's ever met me. I'm kind of a matching person. I don't really have matching socks or like <laughs> colour outfits. Or... So I wasn't sure whether people would think it was weird, but actually people don't think it's weird. Maybe no, it's I don't me. think
0: so... so. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I, you know, that they have hats and curls and mitts, and, but none of them actually match mm-hmm. or are in the same kind of yarns.
2: And I think with the lapsing one, since that's reversible, <gasps> yes. you know, you can have it like matching but not or... I love you know. that. And um, the other nice. thing that I'm really keen to do it's a mini
1: tea. Well there's a little mini person Who lives in my house Who wants hats So um, the idea is to size them down For a little mini person That's fantastic to have mini tees But when that will happen
0: I don't know <laughs> That's brilliant Because That's, I, I was actually thinking While knitting a lot of these That they would be great for my nieces and nephews yeah. They're so versatile They're so wearable they're so fun to knit that I think you've really got a really nice little sort of package there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think a, even a beginner wouldn't be scared to attempt. No, absolutely not. And
2: I think that's the brilliant thing about just generally Claire's designs is that they look really nice. There's something a little bit interesting about them, but they're not super complicated. Yeah.
0: So they're enjoyable to yeah. knit. And it's the interest to keep in your interest yeah, in knitting yeah. them as well, I think. So let's talk about when it's going to be out
2: Mm-hmm. For the tea party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should get Jess to do some jingles for me.
2: British. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds very 80s, doesn't it? It does, I like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, are we allowed to say that there's going to be a teaser pattern?
1: Oh yes you are. There's going to be a teaser hat that's coming on the 23rd of September. Just in time for anyone who's going to Yarndale, so you can um, pick up One a new skein out. if you don't have anything in your stash. Though so I thoroughly encourage a bit of stash diving too. It will be an Aran weight hat and it is reversible because I love a good reversible hat. It's a really good winter staple. It's warm and sumptuous and but reasonably plain allows the yarn to um, to really shine. It's um, one of Jess's really sort of um, interesting oh, colourways that I've yeah. used for that. So I'm very excited about that. Named Akai, which is actually a berry. Don't ask how I come up with these names. It's a very random <laughs> process, but the yarn looks like berries. So there is a sort of a, a reason to my madness. There will be released on the twenty third of September, and I'm actually going to do it as a free hat until the tea collection comes out at the beginning of October. And then the tea collection will kick off in October.
0: So, what about the the cost of the the tea collection?
1: Mm-hmm. So, the tea collection at the moment is ten pounds for the ebook. What I'm actually going to do is the price is going to go up ever so slightly every time I add a new hat at the beginning of October. And the final price for the tea collection with all of the 11 hats and the two current cows and any extra cows will be £13. So that will be the final price. But if you buy it before, then you get all of the extra patterns just as updates into your library. So you can get it for a little bit less if you choose to sort of come on board early. And you don't even need to worry about not seeing them because, for example, if you're coming to Yarndale, you can see all of the hats in person to make sure that you like them which i hope that you do so yeah so that's that so 10 pounds rising gradually to 13 pounds in total and what i'm going to do is lots of different bits and pieces throughout the whole of october to celebrate tea and cake so in the first week of october the new tea hats will be released so that's six of them Um, then what will happen is the ebook will be released and then we've got the tea party um, and that's on the 17th of October in Edinburgh. Now, unfortunately, that's sold out. Which we were, we were quite blown away I by. Sold out in
2: like two days. It was amazing. It, it
1: mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. there is going to be a virtual tea party. Oh yes. Uh, which is going to be the kick off. The, the the main tea party is the kick off for the knit along, which is going to run from the seventeenth of October until Christmas. Because these make great projects for yourself, and I thoroughly I advocate am, I knitting hats for yourself. Um, but hats make great gift nets. They're really quick, mm-hmm. um, they're really easy. People love them. I did a couple of um, hats last year as gifts and they went down really well. So we'll be running Manitilla and on the 17th we'll be doing some virtual kickoffs. So I'll be doing some stuff on Twitter mm-hmm. and um, on Ravelry for people who aren't in Edinburgh. So there'll be plenty going on and um, I'll update the blog with sort of full details of that mm-hmm. as the time approaches.
0: Exciting.
1: The idea is that we're going to have sort of a little virtual cast um, party, which if you are out and about on a Saturday, obviously, that's fine. But if you are in and you've got a cup of tea or a glass of wine, whatever it is that takes your fancy, you can join us sort of virtually at the tea party in Edinburgh. And um, I'll do something fun online.
0: That's that's so good, and I think it's as you say, p- perfect gift knitting. But at this time of year, we really want to. We think about knitting for ourselves as well. We mm-hmm. think about knitting ourselves warmer.
2: No, I was just thinking. I need tea hats for myself. Like I realized yeah, I have them all in the shop, and like I wanted to wear one this morning. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't have any at home, so I need to make some for just
0: Jess. Just Jess. Yeah. yeah. We
2: could talk about <laughs> where the tea party is going to be. It's going to be at Pico Tea. Actually, you, I think, wit- yeah, you witnessed the blossom of this. Um it's very nice Claire jacket. and I were <laughs> sitting in the shop and just thinking about kind of tea companies to sort of collaborate with. And then um, another friend of mine was in the shop and he's like, oh, why not Pico Tea? Have you thought of them? And they're based in... I think their main their main shop is in Stockbridge, but they also have another location in Toll Cross, and they're a completely local company. It's run by this lovely couple, and they're just really keen to collaborate. And Oh, and we were all nervous about, okay, how are we going to be able to get them on board? Uh, I don't know. Okay, we'll send them this pdf and this email or whatever and then claire got an email back from the lady and she was like she's a knitter it's fine we're sorted <laughs> we don't have to explain to people these people that you know knitting is actually very popular and you know people like tea and uh, so
0: <laughs> it's brilliant for the people who can go to the the tea party who've got tickets um what is going to be happening can we talk about that we can get a little rundown well it'll be the kickoff of the
2: knit along and then for those people who have booked their tickets with a kit then they'll get all their materials as well and everybody will be able to try on all the hats as well because we'll have them all there and then lovely john is going to provide a tea well you can either have a tea cocktail or you Yeah, that's an option. Oh. Or you can do the tea tasting. Like an alcoholic thing? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. You can either have that or do a little tea tasting. And then, I mean, he does like he does these events sort of, you know, they'll run for like hours, talks about tea, so he knows his stuff, mm-hmm. but we're just gonna do a little condensed version, version.
0: Of, a mini tea. Because they have some fantastically named teas, because we went through yes, the list yes. and we went through the website. Absolutely. And they have some really, really imaginative things and things yep. that you think, yeah, I want to try I that. And they
2: dropped off some samples the other day. I was like, oh, amazing, <laughs> wow. I'm not gonna say no to free tea. <laughs>
1: Jess is going to do some special kits.
2: Oh, hi. yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So they will be going up. We'll do a little preview um, for people of the hats and yeah. um, at the right at the beginning of October. And the kits will go on sale in the shop. So if you get your order in in time, you'll, your kit will have arrived by the day of the tea party.
0: Yes. And... Um, and are the kits just limited edition for yes. this, or are they yes. going to be available
1: again? In kit form, they'll just be limited edition for this. But the colours yeah. are the, the colours are the yarn colours, so they're mm-hmm. standard, standard colours. And oh, mm. well, and Pico Pico Tea are giving us some goodies for the knit along. So. Wow. Is anyone who's coming to the virtual tea party and mm-hmm. um, they've given us some great tea as prizes so you will be able to sample some of the tea because i know that people have been talking about sort of trying different teas and stuff like that so if you can't come to the actual tea party there is going to be some tea
2: mm-hmm.
1: available from pico tea
2: i would just like to say that i really like the look of the rosebud tea I haven't mm. drank any yet, Ooh. but it is so pretty. I'm like, I just want to put that in a in a teacup, just just to the tea, just to look at it. It's
0: I so I was nice. on their website earlier today, and they had something. I think it was, was it called black violet tea that just looked gorgeous. <laughs> just mm. looked gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. I, I yeah, can't they wait. look really pretty. Yeah, I can't wait to taste them. I can't wait to find out. I do have some very exciting
1: things that I'm desperately trying to keep under wraps. But there are some very exciting things. Uh, More tea things. Mm -hmm. Let's say this is the tea collection volume one.
0: (gasps) That's fantastic. That's excellent. Let's talk about what else you're up to (gasps) while you're here in October, Claire. Yes. All right,
1: workshops. So, um, coming up, and this will probably probably be the last workshops I do in Edinburgh for quite a while. (laughs) Sob. That makes me really sad. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I'm up for the whole weekend. And I'm doing a, I'm doing magic loop and beginner socks. So if you're interested in learning some new skills. And then I'm doing a new, uh, very exciting special workshop called Perfect Toes, which is based around um, all the different types of toes you can knit. Because I've done heels, I've, I've spoken at length about how you can change your sock heel to shoot, suit your foot shape. Mm. Uh, but we often neglect toes and we make those lovely little wedge toes that really don't represent the shape of our foot at all Mm
2: -hmm.
1: most people don't have feet shaped like wedges Mm -hmm. so i've put together a workshop we will look at all of these toes and then the fun bit is we do uh, mapping your feet so that you can create anatomically correct left and right toes absolutely bespoke to your foot Because everyone's feet are slightly different. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that within the workshop. So that's what I'm really, really excited about.
0: So those are your workshops. And then the other ginger divine, as I like to call you, your (laughs) collaboration is the Neighbourhood Sheep Society. Now, when Jess was on Skyped in on the show last time, then she mentioned that Mm -hmm. there was going to be Neighbourhood Sheep Society too. So can you tell us any more about that?
2: Well, first of all, we're going to, for Yarndale, we're going to revisit Neighbourhood Sheep Society 2015. Um, I've re-knit all of these patterns in my regularly available yarn. So those will all be on display and we'll do kits and everything for that.
1: And then they're all going to be available now for public release on Ravelry. The patterns were all exclusive to club members, but they will be available as single individual patterns and... An ebook via Ravelry and as kits from the lovely Ginger Twist.
0: And do from, we know do we know how much the ebook and patterns will be or?
1: I'm going to do a few different things. So each pattern will be available individually for £3.50 as usual. You can also buy the shawls, the two shawls together, the Edinburgh Shawls, Portobello and Pentland, um, for six pounds as a mini ebook. Because I know some people really like their shawls, but maybe I'm a big fan of their socks. So you can just pick up the shawls, or you can get the full ebook collection for nine pounds. So that's the two shawls and the socks and the mitts and cowl and the little mini purse. Then Jess will have booklets of those on sale at Yarndale printed booklets, which as with all my printed products will come with a free ebook because I know that it's good to have the digital copy as well. And those will be ten pounds.
0: When mm-hmm. will the sign ups for Neighborhood excited <sighs> two begin? Well, the
2: second one, we're gonna send out a newsletter to the people who subscribe la this this oh, yeah. year, then they will they will kind of get priority, and then we'll open up sign-ups at Yarndale.
1: Yeah, so they go on general sale at Yarndale, and any that aren't snapped up at Yarndale will go on sale on the 29th.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think, did we talk about Neighborhood Society at Yarndale last year? Yes! Oh my god! Yes! That's what we
2: were talking about. That's crazy. Yeah!
0: Because
2: then we were giving, like, remember well, we were it's... doing those little descriptions, like, oh,
0: moody yeah. and... Can you give me any little hints about what
2: People might Ooh, are we giving away hints right now? Please? Can
1: you talk about five? I the we can. Yeah. Um, well, I think on, from the design, once again, we're going to have, um, there'll be accessories. They are all, they're all going to be interesting knits, but nothing sort of mind-bendingly challenging because I know that I, I want to make it as accessible as possible mm-hmm. for people. And I think I'd like to sort of say something about the yarn, actually. Jess and I were very interested to try something a little different, so the bases that we've picked might sort of already have tones or hues of their own um, prior to entering the ginger twist die pot.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Um, again, we're doing very local, small batch yarns, um, British breed or, or sheep that live in Britain, because I know some of them came here a long time ago, but um, this is an inclusive yarn club. Yes. and,
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, But we wanted to be able to open it up to different types of yarn. So, yeah. And a nice, nice range time. of colours. I promise we am not dyeing them all grey. Though I have tried, but Jess won't let me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there will be some grey, obviously, with Claire. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a nice combo of, like, yarns that are quite sheepy and sort of, you know, more hard-wearing or... More... Rustic. Yes, more rustic. And then, you know, there's some very smooshy ones as well
0: Mm. so So you've got something for the people who like the soft 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 and the people who really like a yarn that has character and a bit of longevity Mm
2: -hmm. and this time we're also doing the previous one we had offered people they could sign up for you know a single selection but we just decided just the whole, yep, the whole lot quite right. and then you know if then if there's leftover after that because we have bumped up the numbers a bit um, then I can do kits for the individual
0: after they're already out yeah excellent so, that's yes. exciting mm-hmm. And and again they'll be going out in January January March, March and May
2: Fantastic. I just like that. I like that lineup. It's nice because yeah. then oh it's so I find January very depressing. Yeah. You know, after the holidays and everything it's kinda of like oh and,
0: and the fact that you've signed up in September and yep. you've paid for it. Yeah because everyone's broke in yep. January, then it's a lovely thing exactly. to sort of drop on your on your mat mm-hmm. when the postman comes. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Tea plus cake plus knitting equals happy, mm-hmm. which is the thread that yeah. I had in the Knit British Ravelry group. I sort of asked what everybody's favourite tea and cake and sort of knitting combination was, mm-hmm. and some people said, I don't have cake near knitting, but here is what my fantasy cake and tea and knitting <laughs> combination is. So, what is yours, Jess, first? <gasps> well, I really like, I love licorice
2: tea. Oh, mm. it's so good because it's so naturally sweet. And I think I tried a combo of licorice and peppermint. I quite liked that as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, licorice is where it's at for me. Right and then cake, there is that I've only had once. It was from Love Crumbs over on like, near the grass market off yeah. of Westport. I had this salted, chocolate salted caramel cake. And I still I still have fantasies about it. Wow. I, it hasn't been there since I went. <laughs> I love this cake so much. My mouth is watering oh, I right have now. a really great
0: recipe for um, salted caramel brownies. Oh, that'll do. So I'll make them one that'll day and do. bring them in yes. to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, what about you? I actually really like
1: a good spicy tea.
2: Mm.
1: I love chai. I love chai, but um, made. I make my chai with rooibos. I used to when I lived in South Africa. I don't know why I don't do it here. Boil myself up a big pot of spiced chai.
2: Mm.
1: so I really really like spice chai and cake I'm obsessed with spicy things I love cardamom cake and cardamom buns the other cake that is absolutely awesome and really rocks my world is polenta cake oh yeah orange polenta cake yeah something about the the texture
0: of the polenta that
1: I just love. I wonder if you could make an orange and cardamom polenta
0: cake. <gasps> Mine is... Oh, I, I I like fruit teas, but I really like a nice, strong cup of everyday tea. Mm. Something like Yorkshire. Well, it's Yorkshire decaf that we drink at home, but I mm-hmm. quite like, if it's not decaf, Yorkshire gold, I think. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Or Twinings every day. And then... Depends what day it is for cake. Jess brought me a lovely eclair today, but if it wasn't a Claire, maybe a lemon drizzle cake. Ooh. Oh, oh! I just love that that yeah. that zing of, of oh, lemon. Yeah. So that's mine. But I thought it'd be really nice to bring some of the people in from that group and mm-hmm. invite them to our tea party. So Claire, um, who have you got? I've got um, Hannah,
1: Hannah Kay Ross, who says a good old cup of builders can't be beat. Tetley or Yorkshire is fine by me, preferably mm. not made in a pot, which I find quite interesting. Oh. And, mm, unless you're putting in at least one for the pot and one per person and letting oh. it stew for ages. Oh. I think Hannah likes her tea so strong that the spoon stands up on its own in the cup. Mm. And mm. So even if it comes weak and milky, I'll still drink it and I'll even drink it when it's gotten cold.
0: Ooh, no. Mm. I will. I, will. <laughs> <laughs> I like iced tea, but I don't like cold tea. <laughs>
1: Um, And she says she might try a pure Assam or an Earl Grey, but nothing beats Builders. And cake-wise, and then there's like dot, 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 in huge capital letters, anything. (laughs) Uh, um, wolves tea loaf, caramel shortbread, Madeira cake, pancakes, Christmas cake, a scone or a scone, depending on where you are. (laughs) in the country, and anything with sugar in it. So that's, that's Hannah's.
0: That's good. Walls, Wall's Tea Loaf is a particular kind of um, cake that comes from the Wall's Bakery in Shetland. Um, oh. And it's a, sort of a malty, fruity um, thing. Jess, do you want to...
2: <gasps> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, a Costa Latte. And a slice of Belgian chocolate caramel shortbread usually hits the spot for me. I'm also partial to Twining's cherry and cinnamon tea when I have overindulged in coffee. I do believe in the therapeutic value of cake and beverage. Yeah, was that's it. Pink
0: Peking. Yeah, oh, quite... is that her? Yeah, user? that's her oh, name. Sorry.
2: I should have read that out. <laughs> Thank you, Pink Peking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've also got seaweed Sarah at the party. And she says she's with Hannah K. Ross on the builder's tea front. Twinings every day for preference. I like that too. Mm. Um, but other times of the day, lemon and ginger or green tea, depending on my mood. My current favourite cake is a Caribbean loaf, Oh, which I make with a mix of fruit, coconut, glassy cherries, and nuts, then flavored with almond. Ooh. Oh, lovely drilling mm-hmm. in the background. Oh, yeah. um, cut into thick slabs. It's great. Otherwise, it's lemon drizzle all the way. <laughs> lemon, <drizzle. laughs> I love a bit of lemon drizzle. <laughs> That's a nice mixture of, of um, all the teas, black teas, green teas, fruit teas. Mm. Mm. What about you, Claire? I've got a great one here from
1: No Butterfly, and I completely, i please forgive me, because I completely mis- misread this. It says, sweet ginger love, a special brew, or some ginger lemon tea and carrot cake. And I thought, hmm, special brew, <laughs> <laughs> carrot cake. It's an interesting combination. I actually think that that's me misreading it. I'm not sure that No Butterfly is drinking special brew in the morning with her tea. (laughs) Um, So Sweet Ginger Love, some ginger lemon tea. I am a big fan Mm. of ginger tea. Um, Or Cheesecake from a famous baker in my town. And that is what I'm missing here is a famous baker because I'm pretty sure that, that cheesecake must be awesome.
0: Yeah, that would be mm. really nice. And lemon and ginger is so good if you're feeling under the weather <gasps> yes. as well. Oh my god, yes. it's so good. It is. Ginger is fantastic. We've got Spinny Gonzalez. Oh yeah, Spinny Gonzalez says
2: coffee anytime, but sometimes Earl Grey with bergamot tea. As for cake. Mm have to choose only one or even (laughs) 10. It is soon to be the Mirabelle's season in France, and I miss these little gold red plums very much. I used to live in the region where they are grown in large quantities, so yes, if I had a
0: chance, I'd go for, if I say
2: that right, Mirabelle tart. Yum.
0: Who else have we got? Crafty Barb 395 uh, For tea It has to be another one for the good Ooh. Strong builder's brew But cake is a little bit more complicated Because I'm a borderline diabetic For an occasional treat I like a couple of fingers Of my homemade shortbread Ooh. Made the Scottish way with a pinch of salt Ooh. Failing that, you can't go wrong With a nice cheese scone All right. mm. Very nice We've got another coffee fan here
1: lady after my own heart because I am a coffee fan in the morning. Um, so Naznita says, coffee, 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 mm. real coffee, <laughs> ground from the beans on the day and steeped in a oh. cafetiere." Oh. I'm nothing against tea, but caffeine is my drug of choice. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. Uh, semi-skimmed milk and no sugar. Yeah, and I hear you on the no sugar, I don't mm. like sweet coffee either, but um, yeah, I'm a coffee, strong coffee um, fan in the morning. And then she says, and revolutionary as it sounds, I tend not to hanker after cake when I'm knitting, possibly because sticky crumbs and yarn don't mix. And I would agree. I actually like some dark chocolate, even after I said how much I love cake. I do (laughs) love cake.
0: But I do also very much like dark chocolate. And dark chocolate and strong coffee is so nice together.
1: It might be why I'm quite um, enthusiastic at times and speak very quickly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've got um, uh, Louise Tilbrook. Um, It's coffee for me every time, so we have another coffee lover from Freshly ground Beans as well. Hot, strong and black, but only in the mornings to avoid insomnia. For cake, what else but a Battenberg? Oh, I've recently had a Battenberg and they're quite nice. Yes, I don't think a Battenberg would be something that you'd get in in the States. No, I like the colours of it as well. Anyway, sorry, back to Louise Tilbrook. She says about a Battenberg, an old childhood favourite and still the best.
1: I just thought on the subject of Louise Tilbrook and coffee, if you are a coffee fan... Louise Tilbrook has a new coffee-inspired sock pattern out that I spy.
0: Oh, the other really Oh, cool. that is a seamless link. I love it. But look it up. Oh, yeah. It's with, it's with self-stripe. Oh, very nice. Very, uh,
1: very colorful, the yarnings. She's also awesome. So oh, yes,
0: definitely. They okay. got all the awesome check that out here is another coffee fan it's Chris Katnitz and she says coffee in the morning and then it depends on what I feel like regular tea green tea peppermint tea in the evening the cake is best when it's homemade definitely I'm partial to lemon drizzle but prefer cakes with with fruit of some sort rather than chocolate and of course made with butter. I must admit however a couple of jaffa cakes fits the bill quite nicely of an evening at home and biscuits can be a little bit Less messy when knitting, I guess.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I've got Louise pants. Oh, Louise pants.
2: Oh, we love Louise
1: pants. I love Louise. I love a good cup of breakfast tea with milk. The stronger, the better, in my book. Yes. Alas, I'm coming up short on the tea front since moving to the US. Ah, <gasps> oh, mm. I think a care package is needed there. I think we
0: need to send a tea package right away. And,
1: and she says, cake on the other hand can't beat a classic slice of Victoria Sponge. Then there are biscuits. Anything by Tonics or McFitties would do nicely, although I do
0: have a soft spot for a cuppa and a Twix. Oh, oh that's lovely. That's yes. one of my favorite things that's as well, cuppa and a Twix. Nice choice. I think, Louise, we need to send Louise a, a, a tea a and tea biscuit package. package right away. I think we do. <laughs>
2: um, um, Helen HFJ, um, I'd swap a slice of cake for a some peanut butter fudge any day. Oh, so that's the sweets. Yes,
0: yes, I like peanut butter Um, mm. flavored anything. Yeah. Uh, Lara Loralai says tea, it has tea tetleys where the fruit's gone, clotted cream, and homemade gooseberry jam. Strictly no knitting though. She's another one who likes Mm. to keep the cake separate from the knitting. And then I've got
1: (laughs) Chloe6358. All this cake talk made me put a chocolate pound cake in the oven! (laughs) Exclamation mark (laughs) N of (laughs) i hear on that i'm feeling the need for like some kind of
0: take and tea action yeah i think we've got another couple and then and then we can we can do that we can refresh the pot
2: very good uh beast chops says my goodness so many permutations i'll avoid my own random daily drink and snack choices and skip straight to the fantasy knitting sustenance for tea, it's Fair Trade Loose Leaf, nice and strong with a, just a dash of milk, thank you. I noticed someone mentioned Russian Caravan above. That's a solo treat tea for me, as I don't know anyone else who drinks it. If, however, the knitting is to take place on a Sunday morning, then I'll have a black coffee. Interesting. Fair mm-hmm. Trade, made in the cafeteria. Sunday mornings and coffee are linked in my mind for whatever reason with sofa-bound relaxation and perfect knitting conditions
0: that's so oh. that's so, so true so they're like tea hot drink for every sort yes. of Day situation of yeah <laughs> and then i've got Bethy 40 he says when it comes to tea i'm strictly a herbal girl or mm-hmm. an herbal girl herbal. If you,
2: know. <laughs> I you you brits crazy <laughs> herbal.
0: <laughs> I love a pot of chamomile. Ooh, maybe that'll match a hat. I know that's going to be released soon. And when I was living in France, I fell in love with uh, tea lye. I don't know if that's right, which I can't get easily now. A friend there used to pull an assortment of leaves from her herb garden and steep them in hot water and serve that. It was wonderful. Oh, um, oh well, we still got some more. Tilly Trout
2: says it needs to be a cappuccino and a bacon buddy in the Funky Macro Cafe wow. overlooking the sea in Sheringham, Norfolk. The owners of the Funky Mac have, <laughs> have a lovely felted crochet seascape on one of the walls. Woo! Jellyfish, shells, seaweed, etc. Uh, so I sit on the big sofa and knit socks, sip coffee, indulge with my bacon buddy and dream of
0: knitting Nautilus. Wow, I think we should all go to the Funky Mac. Very good. I want to go to the Funky Mac. That sounds fantastic. And let's finally have um, Fairy Princess, who says, I love this thread. On my next day off, I'm going to bake a cake. Something with a struzzly topping. Brew a pot of tea and knit away. I'll have to share with my neighbour, though, because if not, I could eat every last crumb. (laughs) I love both coffee and tea, and coffee is a necessity in the morning, and tea is an afternoon luxury. Oh that's so lovely. Thank you for sharing your tea and cake and hot drink indulgences with us that are far more um than we can read out in the Knit British Ravelry group. And thank you very much to Claire and Jess for joining me for a little tea party in my kitchen. I'm oh. sorry, sorry about the drilling and the <laughs> banging that's going on. Um, and lots and lots of luck with the tea collection and all the associated events. And is there anything else that we forgot to talk about? Or? If I can just give um, one other tiny little
1: shout out for um, Knit Share Love.
0: Yes, please do. So yeah, talk about. That.
1: It's a little bit late in the day now because the official sort of Knit Share Love uh, Knit Along will end at the end of September. But anyone who's around on social media might have seen the little hashtag Knit Share Love. So what I've started to do is sort of tag everything. I had a little bit of a blog break and what I realised when I took a break from the blog was how much I missed sort of the sharing aspect of the community of talking to people and um, all the things that I get from my blog. So I wanted to give something back, really. So I did a, a knit-along, and you can still join in the knit-along because it runs until the end of September, and there's some really great prizes. And if you're knitting a hat, you can do that in a couple of days. So that's the Knit Share Love knit-along on my in my Ravelry group. But if you are knitting any of the tea collection hats or any of my patterns, if you use the hashtag Knit Share Love, especially on Instagram, then I can see them all, and that makes me smile. <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic.
0: So, so basically, buy a tea collection, join the cowl, come to the tea party, join the workshops. And then, but if you can, go to Yarndale, mm-hmm. see the hats there yeah. in the correct chronological order, rather than how I just read that. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, guys, so much. Thank you. Thank you. And Jessica has to go and open the shop. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to Jess and Claire for joining me today for that special tea party and very many congratulations to them for the tea collection which is utterly fantastic and I can't wait to knit more of these delightful hats next week I will be back with another episode which is my preview of Shetland Wool Week Next week will be last in this run of weekly podcasts and my last podcast uh, before Wool Week. So do join me for that and more of the usual fun over here at Knit British. Until then, take good care and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net You can email me louise at knitbritish.net I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British and I'm on Ravelry as Lira.